What is up, Dirty South Gyms? Coach Matt here, and this is episode five of the Muscle Up Project, guys. Thank you for listening in. And today is going to be a continuation of episode four, where I talked about intensity. Things got a little long, so I cut it short, and uh, we're going to finish it up here today. So just a quick recap on episode four, we talked about intensity. Um, And I just want to review with you uh, what is intensity real quickly. It's just basically how hard something is, how difficult it is. It comes in many different forms. Um, You know, there's intensity from terms of horsepower, uh, moving, moving fast. There's intensity in terms of weight, moving heavy weight. Um, There's intensity in terms of just holding certain positions. Um, Basically, when we talk about intensity, we're talking about how hard something is for you to accomplish or uh, to do. Uh, Why is intensity important? Well, intensity is what drives adaptation. More intensity is going to equal more adaptation. Um, We just need to pay attention to the dosing of our intensity. Now we think about intensity. Intensity is essentially just another stressor, just like um, other stressors we have that are bad lack of sleep, that's a bad stressor, uh, eating poor foods, that's a bad stressor, not eating enough food, that's also considered a stress. Um, exercise is just another stress, but it is a stress that our body can learn to adapt to, and we need intensity to act as the driver for that adaptation. But again, how much, how often, uh, that really is the ultimate uh, question. So we talked about all that stuff in the last episode, and now I'm going to kind of go into um, how we address and approach intensity on a day-to-day basis before the workout. Um, And essentially what we want to really focus on doing, guys, day in on day and day in and day out is is just listening to your body. Um, You know, if you're coming into a workout, you're coming into the gym and you're feeling good, you feel well recovered, you feel like you're getting plenty of rest, um, nothing's nothing particular is bothering you you've got plenty of energy your mood is good well then that's probably a pretty good indica- indicator that that's a good day to to go to go ham to get after it uh, maybe do a little racing do a little testing of yourself and um and, and really really attack the workout so just listen to your body if your body's giving you the thumbs up all the way around then um then you're good to go what we try to do when we compete obviously is as you guys know is we'll take a day or two before the competition and take it easy so that we make sure the day of uh, for in the open for example we know we're doing the workout on friday we always take thursday as kind of an easier lower intensity day to make sure that we come into fridays uh, feeling good uh so listening to your body um we also need to pay attention to the stress outside the gym um you know uh those other stressors we talked about play into your body's ability to handle the stress that you get in the gym. So did you get plenty of sleep the night before? Is your nutrition on point that day? If you're coming into a workout and, uh, you know, it's the evening and you haven't, um, eaten that day, just been too busy or whatever, that's a stressor. Your body's already undernourished. And then we're going to throw in gobs of intensity in the workout on top of that. Well, that can be a recipe for disaster. So just be aware of the stresses that your body's encountering outside the gym. Uh, mental stress is huge on this. Um, you know, a day or two of some stress, you know, a good hard workout can be a good reliever of that 
mental stress. Uh, like I would say, you know, stress at work. Say you've had a few rough days at work, um, and you come into the gym and you hit a hard workout and you feel better. You release those endorphins. But if you've got day after day after day of mental stress um, from work or from family or or something like that, um, and then you throw the intensity of exercise, high intensity exercise, day after day after day on top of that. Well, we got to look at the big picture and we notice that there's just gobs of stress being poured on your body and we need to recognize um, the ability or inability of your body to recover from those stresses. So being aware of stress outside of the gym is going to be really important. So listen to your body, being aware of the stresses outside of the gym um, and outside of your training are what are going to be most important. Um, now I want to talk about how I adjust uh, my training when when I'm feeling, depending on how I'm feeling. Obviously, best case scenario, you come into the gym and you're feeling great. Uh, you go ham. But then after that, let's say you don't feel great. Uh, let's say just you're generally fatigued and a little tired. Um, that might not be the greatest day to go as hard as possible. Uh, that could be a good day to just change the focus of your intensity. One thing that's a one thing we we tend to overfocus on is the time on the clock or the number of reps we get in a workout and and that deals with basically power output and we do a lot of intensity focused on power output but we don't do as much intensity focusing on other things so and that power output is one that really drains you uh neurologically and uh it really drains your metabolic and endocrine systems we can very easily change the focus from one of horsepower um, to one of, let's just say, positioning and technique. Um, So let's say you come into the gym and you're feeling a little tired, a little sluggish, and you don't think it's a good day to go hard uh, from a power output standpoint. Well, maybe change the focus to a skill movement of some kind or slow things down and focus on moving better. Uh, So I'm trying to give a better example of that because I want to be more specific. But let's just say a workout has uh, a lot of kipping pull-ups in it one day. And you come into the gym and you know, you're not feeling that great. So instead, you're going to take that workout and you're just going to do the same workout. But instead, you're going to do uh, some strict chin-ups. Probably at a lower number, obviously. And all this is going to do is kind of put a breaker in the workout so that you know, you've got a big motor going through all the other movements, but then you get to the chin-ups and because they're a little bit more difficult, it forces you to slow down a little bit, take your time. Maybe you're breaking them up a little bit because they're strict and it just takes the power output component down a notch in the workout. Now you're still getting a good workout because you're still, you're still attacking, you know, those chin-ups good, still getting a great strength workout and you're still hitting all the other movements, but because the chin-ups are a little harder, it actually slows you down a little bit and creates um, a lower power output. So we've lowered the power output potential of the workout, but we've still allowed you to get a really good workout and focus on something else. Um, one I've been doing a lot lately um, is when it comes to squats, any workout with a squat in it, I really, really, really have been focusing on slowing my squats down and being a lot more deliberate with the positioning, really trying to feel the weight in all the things we talk about. Try to feel the weight in my heels. Try to drive my knees out hard. Try to keep my chest up as high as I can. 
And you can do those things and go fast, but there's something about slowing things down and really focusing on those positions that's really important too. And it takes the speed down a little bit. It takes the power output down a little bit, but I end up being just as sore and just as uh, into, it actually makes me more in tune with my body um, in the long run. And so it's still a good workout. It's still a hard workout, but I've just taken the edge off of that power output component. So um, I guess maybe I should just say this broadly, but most of because we focus so much on the power output side, the time, like how fast can we do something? How many reps and rounds can we do? Whenever I'm taking it easy, you know, quote unquote, I'm trying to shift my focus off of the power output and onto something else. So like I said, positioning or whatever uh, quality of movement, but that's usually what I'm doing is I'm trying to shift off of power output because that's the thing that we seem to hit so much of. Um, one thing I make sure that I do if I'm not feeling good is I scale the workout either up or down uh, because I don't want to be tempted into racing. So a lot of times what might happen is you come in and you say, this happens to me way more often than it should. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a competitor at heart, and when the clock starts, I have a really hard time dialing it back. So... I might tell myself going into the workout, hey, I'm going to do, I'm going to take it easy today. I'm just going to move. But then the clock starts and, you know, if my wife's working out with me or somebody else that I like to race a little bit, you know, I might spend one round in my head saying, oh, I'm taking it easy. But then slowly I start to pick it up. And before you know it, by the end of the workout, I'm losing my mind just like I didn't want to do. So in order to help me not do that, I scale the workout on purpose. I'll either make it Like if it's a weighted workout, I'll go a little lighter so that I know, you know, there's no reason to race somebody if I'm not using the proper weights. Uh, Sometimes I'll make it strict. If it's a kipping movement, I'll make it strict to slow me down. That way, kind of like I gave the chin up example, same idea there. If you switch to strict, you're going to be forced to slow down and focus on the strength of the movement, the positioning of the movement, and not so much focus on the power output, the speed, you know, the the time of the workout. So, um, I do that anytime I come into the gym where I'm not feeling hundred percent, you know, I really try to, the days that I'm not feeling good, I try not to go full speed and the days that I'm feeling good, I do it go full speed. So it really comes down to listening to your bodies. Um, and you know, the bottom line I want to kind of take away from all this is that guys intensity is really important. It's a big part of what we do. I don't want anybody to think I'm bashing intensity because it's important and we need to have it. We just have to be aware um, of what what our bodies are going through and what we're trying to do to our bodies and what the goal is of any, any given day. Um, do not feel like you need to go 100% every day. Every day is not a race at the gym. Every day is not... Um, you don't need to treat every day's workout like it is for time. Now, on any given day, anybody could be feeling good. So we always have that opportunity, that option. If you're feeling good, go for it. But you need to be aware of yourself and how you're feeling. And if you don't feel 100% and you don't think you should be going full speed, go to your coaches and say, hey, I'm just going to be moving today. Um, any suggestions on things I could focus on other than going, uh, doing this workout really fast? Uh, any way you'd change a workout. Um, 
there's lots of ways we would maybe tweak a workout if we knew that we weren't doing it for time and we were kind of more focusing on uh, positioning or something like that. Also, a great thing to do is is working on, um, you know, on a day you're not feeling great is, is in, in doing something you need to work on instead um, of the prescribed movements um, and just kind of work that in there. Um, anyway, bottom line, like I said, I don't want you guys to feel like you need to go 100% every day. Listen to your bodies. Um, change up the types of intensity. Don't always be going for horsepower. Sometimes you need to be going for positioning. Sometimes go for uh, strength. Um, sometimes be focusing on other things other than getting the workout done as fast as possible or scoring as high as possible. Change up the focus off of power output um, from time to time. And listen to your body. I'm going to be... In reality, I probably take two two workouts a week where I come into the gym and I am feeling 100% and I really attack it. The rest of the week, I'm doing things to kind of pull myself back a little bit and scale the workout. Not scale the workout, but pull myself back, the power output back a little bit because I'm not feeling 100%. I think if you've been doing... I said this in the first... Uh, the first podcast about intensity, but if you've been doing CrossFit for long enough, you can develop the ability, I think, to push yourself past what is beneficial. And I know I have the ability to do that. Um, so going in every day and going full speed for me, at least at my age now, uh, or my training age now is definitely not a good idea. So guys, listen to your body. I'd be more than happy to talk to you guys individually about this. Um, I think it's something that's going to come up more and more as we get more uh, you get more advanced in this kind of training style and learn, learning yourself as an athlete, learning your body as an athlete. Um, yeah, super excited to hear what you guys have to say about this. I'd love your feedback. I'd love to have some conversations with you. Uh, if anybody has some follow-up questions, I'd be happy to do the best I can to answer those for you. Uh, a couple quick announcements. Uh, my real life macros 101 course is going to be starting January 13th the last day to register guys is going to be january 10th all right so um you can go to the um there should be a link in the dirty word the newsletter there should be a link in my instagram bio um, i'll put a link on the private facebook page i'm going to put it everywhere so you guys can have access to that but um i'm going to teach you how to count your macros if you don't know already we're going to do some accountability stuff i'm going to be giving lots of recipes lots of the how I do things. And my goal is to turn you into a macro counting Jedi so that you can have uh, control, take control over your nutrition and be able to, uh, to get your nutrition done on your own. Uh, but I'll also be there for the accountability piece as well. So, uh, if you're looking for that, uh, find that link and sign up, uh, and make sure you use code G DSG 30, uh, to get $30 off. Um, what else do I got for announcements? Um, new t-shirts we're going to be all the gyms are going to be having t-shirts we're doing a pre-order on these t-shirts um so you'll need to go online uh we'll put the link the link is in the also in the dirty word we'll put the link in the instagram bio for the dirty south gyms and uh the individual gyms as well uh, but you click on shop on the instagram you can go to our website dsg.fit and then click on shop or you can go on the instagram bio click on shop there i'll probably put another post on the private instagram page click on that pick out your size we got tanks uh t-shirts for the guys tanks for the ladies um and they are gym specific so make sure you pick out your gym 
And those are pre-orders, so once you pay for them, I think we're going to be placing that order in about two weeks, so we'll have them pretty quickly uh, after that. So I'll get you guys a deadline for that. And uh, I just want to make sure you guys are utilizing all the different ways we're um, communicating here. Make sure you check out the private Facebook page. If you haven't been there already or you're not a member of that, make sure you get in there. Make sure you're checking out The Dirty Word, our uh, newsletter. And if you're listening to this, obviously you're already listening to the podcast, so that's covered but uh, make sure you guys are checking all that stuff out. We want to be in touch with you. We want to be communicating with you. Love hearing from you guys. Love coaching you guys. Uh, first first podcast of the new year, episode five of the Muscle Up Project. Take it easy, guys, and I will see you around the Dirty South gyms. <laughs>